wait. Today we'll be talking to Matthew. Um, tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, yeah, I'm Matthew Hogg. I've been at VIS now for a year and a half. I'm from England predominantly, but I spent five years in Australia. Mm. So yeah. I didn't know you were just for a year and a half. It feels like longer. It does, but I joined halfway through the year, so. I remember that. I remember that. Everybody was like freaking out about it. Because <laughs> it was like the first time in a long time that you had a new student. It was like a huge thing. I, I was scared. You were scared. Because people had already joined and mm-hmm. the new kids had already made their own friend groups. Yeah. And then I come along and I kind of missed out on that. I was like, oh no. Damn. But he made friends quickly. It worked out well. Yeah. It worked out well. He made friends really quickly. Like you made more friends in a year and a half than I made in like four years. <laughs> It was like, I was so shocked and everybody was like, there's a new kid, the new kid. I was like, okay. okay. Um, today we're talking about independence because I feel like people in our age range, in our generation, like a lot of people value independence, obviously, this financial or whatever, but particularly for our age, um, as we're entering like the IB and like New Year's mm-hmm. and stuff like that, we really care about independence when it comes to like making our choices, for example, for school, which is what we're going to talk about mostly today. And um, so the first question, let's start off. Okay. Do you think you're an independent person when it comes to making choices? I'd like to think so. Yeah. But at the same time, um, with me, it tends to be like I make my own decision, but I ask for my parents' backing with it or ask for their opinion on my decision. So mm-hmm. we normally talk about it. They know not to make it for me, but they are also there if blatantly I'm making the wrong decision. Mm-hmm. So I have independence, I'd say. But it's like, it's quite contradictory. It's like um, guided independence. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that's really important for our age, especially mm-hmm. when we make um, we make a lot of bad decisions. <laughs> uh, do you do you think like you ask for advice more when it's like bigger things or like in gen and like everything, even if it's like small, like little things? Uh, mainly just big things. But I'm a person that likes to get a lot of different opinions before mm-hmm. making the final decision. So I like to talk to my parents, my sister even, who's younger than me. Yeah. I talk to my grandparents and stuff. Especially when it came to IB choices, I called mm-hmm. like everybody. Same. And asked for their opinion. And then I, like there was a moment where I panicked and I was going to switch drama to art. And mm-hmm. my granddad was like, what are you doing? Yeah. You're going to fail. Don't do it. And I was like, okay, thank you. So it's like, at that time, it's like, I, w- I was independent enough to like, think about it mm-hmm. and go out to ask people. But once they gave their opinion, I listened to it and and used it okay so okay that's good for me it's like i got a lot of different opinion i like to go to everybody you know like same <laughs> but then it's like i hear everybody's and then because I, I i feel like everybody has already made like made a decision in their head or at least for me it's like i make a decision and then i go to everybody to make sure if their decision is the same as mine and like if it's not i'm like damn well still gonna do it but it's <laughs> nice to hear it's nice to hear that you don't think so um do you think like you do you think when get people give you advice you like you want to follow it like very easily or um i think i'm very skeptical with it so i listen to what people have to say Mm -hmm. and then i i think hard about who they are yeah like what they're trying to tell me why they're trying to tell me that Mm -hmm. uh for another example for the ib my granddad literally tried to persuade me to take history but he was a history teacher for 25 years so he's a bit biased so i need to think like why they're saying it and who they are, do I trust them? And then I need to go away and decide whether, like, I've, I'm going to take their advice and do it or mm-hmm. if I'm not. But at the end of the day, I trust my instincts more than other people's. Mm-hmm. But that just helps me get a bigger picture of what's happening. Okay. What does it mean to be independent for you? Um, uh, having the ability 
to make your own choices and own decisions. So whether that be uh, what I have for lunch, <laughs> yeah, or what I take for IV, it's like at the end of the day, as much as my parents want to have their input on my decision, I want to have the independence to have the final say. Not all the times, because sometimes there is a pecking order in mm-hmm. in life, and your parents are ahead of you. Yeah. So, but in certain decisions, I like to be able to make my own choices, mm-hmm. and that's what. That's how I feel independent. Okay. Do you think it's important for teenagers to be independent? Um, yes, because at the end of the day, uh, your teenage years are your step, is like your step up to becoming an adult. Mm-hmm. And when you're an adult, you have to be independent, whether you want to or not. Yeah. So I feel like there are some decisions that we're not ready for, uh, the, like decisions for the family and for other people. Uh, but your parents, that's what they're there for. They're there yeah. to look after you and your family as a whole. But when it comes to smaller, minor things that really only affect us or smaller decisions that um, our parents like entrust in us, mm-hmm. I think even our parents don't entrust in us, but there's smaller decisions where you know that it's up to you to make the call. Yeah. And uh, I think it's important to be independent enough to step up and make those decisions. But I don't think that we should become fully independent yet because that's what life, life is just a... Uh, a book and we're yeah. just we're getting through the chapters at the moment wow that was nice metaphor <laughs> where did you get that one from do you think when it comes to like for example your sister like took that initiative when mm-hmm. it comes to being independent you have to like do it like make the choice or like do it yourself do you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah um but you got to do it the right way like you can't just all of a sudden start making big decisions without telling anybody or asking mm-hmm. anybody for their permission because that's not going to go well because at the end of the day your parents have been making your decisions for you for 14 15 years Mm -hmm. before you get to these these teenage years um and they're going to feel challenged really if you don't Mm -hmm. go about it the right way because you're all of a sudden waking up and you're deciding to make the choices that you think are best for you when they've been doing what's best for you for so long so you need to go I, i believe you need to go to them see how they're doing you know ask if it would be okay if you started gaining more independence and more trust from them to go your own way, do your own things, and make your own decisions. Do you think obviously trust is a big part of it? How do you how do you manage to like get trust? Because people are always like, oh, you need to like have trust, you know. How do you? How would you say like you um, know about that? I think it comes from loads of different things. To be honest, it doesn't just come from how your decisions are. It comes from like, can they trust you when it comes to different aspects of your life? Because mm-hmm. if there's no trust. Like, if your parents say, don't go out, and you go out, even though that has nothing to do with your financial trust, yeah. they've lost your trust in general. Yeah. So I think it's a, a universal thing, really. You have to slowly but surely earn their trust in all fields. And if you break that, then you've got to work to get it back. And then you have to be understanding that if you have broken their trust then, they're probably not going to allow you to then go out and make a big decision by yourself. Mm-hmm. So you've got to be understanding that as much as you're trying to become independent, they're trying to help you through it. And make sure you don't you do it properly and go. Yeah. go That's really it. mature. I'm sure your parents right now are like, Whoa. yeah, like who wow. Is th- who is this? <laughs> who is this one? Um, I think Mr. McNeil actually mm-hmm. from our school. Most people listening will know who he is. Yeah. Told me that there's a big issue in America uh, with the drink legal drinking age mm-hmm. because a lot of families and a lot of kids do adhere to that. So by the time you go off to university, like drinking's not a big culture in the U.S. as much as it is in different countries, especially teenage drinking yeah so they wouldn't have drank much until they go off to university when it's like when it's dangerous because it hits like 
Yeah. They drink too much, way too much that they ever used to. Mm-hmm. They party hard. And at the end of the day, a lot of them miss out on good schooling opportunities and mm-hmm. they don't get as good of grades because they've never had the distractions of... Yeah, no, yeah. Like, if, if their parents were being strict and didn't let them go out and stuff, then they've never really experienced what it's like to balance life like mm-hmm. that because it's always just been school, home, study, I assume, mm-hmm. and then maybe watch a movie or something. Yeah. But if you're going to go out with your friends and you want to, like, go partying or something then you're going to need to understand that you need to be able to balance your work, your workload with your social life. Mm-hmm. And for some people whose parents don't allow them to do that during high school, yes, they may come out of it with really good grades, but mm-hmm. I think then you're going to go into a really hard... Like self-destructive. I think if you come out of high school with really good grades, as they probably did if they mm-hmm. were forced to... Stay no, no, she did, bro. She yeah, was the, smart definitely, as hell. But then, then you go to a top university, yeah. go into a top course... And then all of a sudden you're on one of those courses and then you want to go out and enjoy life as well. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden you have to learn how to balance the two things in one of the hardest learning environments Ever, that there yeah. are. So I think that as, as much as I don't advocate for parents to like let their kids go out partying all the yeah. time, it's important to let like teenagers and the youth find their balance between mm-hmm. their social life and their Okay, no, that's good. I mean, I do advocate for it. You know, (laughs) parents, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, So, I mean, do you think you have, like, a balance when it comes to that? Uh, Yeah, I'd say so. Um, I'm not very good, truthfully, at, like, Mm -hmm. just sitting down and getting my work done. Me neither. Oh, my God, it's so bad. Especially when it was, like, quarantine. Quarantine really hit Bro, it was so horrible. I was talking about it via, like, a previous episode about, like, how much it sucked. Yeah, I think most people listening definitely mm-hmm. had a very similar experience with yeah. home learning and mm-hmm. school learning and distance learning because it's hard to stay motivated. Mm-hmm. Because Plus, like, I'm not that smart, you know, so it's like when, <laughs> when you have to, like, sit down and study for it and, like, oh, it was oh, horrible. It was, it was difficult. It sucks. Yeah, anyway, your balance? Uh, yeah, so um, when it comes to my balance, uh, I think that I've learned now when I work best. Mm-hmm. And as crazy as it sounds, my like um, my best working times either early, early in the morning, like mm-hmm. I set an alarm for six and I'll get up and I'll work before school, or I'll stay up late. I mean, I know staying up late is not ideal, yeah. but not really late. Like I work best from like ten to one. I just sit down and I just he knows do, his time. I, I just he knows do his work and then I go to sleep. And I don't know okay. why. It's just like a kind of rhythm I got into, mm-hmm. especially when you get projects like a BC or something. I'd like spend like i'd put like three times a week that i'm gonna stay up and work and then one two times the next week i'll wake up in the morning to try and get it done uh yeah so and then uh, you need to be able to understand that like truthfully if you're gonna go out on a friday you're not Mm -hmm. doing much work on a saturday true and you're not doing much work on a on a friday either really Mm -hmm. so then you need to know if you can leave all the work you've been set for the sunday if you can, and you can sit down and get it done with, like a friend of mine, he leaves all his schoolwork to a Sunday, he'll wake up Sunday 8 o'clock and he'll do it all day, sure. and he'll tick off everything, and it means he doesn't have to do anything the rest of the days, but I know I don't have the like, facilities yeah, for that. Yeah, I know, <laughs> same. Um, so I think you need to understand, like, if you have too much work, you need to take the initiative mm-hmm. and be independent enough to realise that, and don't go out on the Friday. Yeah. Maybe don't do much work maybe but then then you'll be able to focus more on the saturday then you've got two days to do your work rather rather oh my rather, oh my god that was english. yeah cut that word quarantine <laughs> <laughs> uh rather than uh just the one day so it's like if you want the independence 
um, in other aspects, you need to show your parents and show yeah. the school and stuff. Show the people of authority that you can do it. And one way of doing that is being able to find your own individual balance of how you can balance your social and your educational life at the same time. That's crazy. I mean, I when it comes to balance, guys, it's like that tipping scale. It's just never right for me. It is. It is. <laughs> it's, it's so bad. I mean, that takes like I have incredible levels of procrastination. <laughs> I'm very talented when it comes to procrastination. So it's like, do you have those things where you make like a plan? I mean, everybody has those days. I'm pretty sure we can all relate to this. But when you make a plan, it just does not follow through. <laughs> or you spend the whole session making a plan. Make, right. Yeah, I literally spend <laughs> so long making plans only to not follow them and then having to like change them. It happens. It was horrible, especially like quarantine was like a life change. Um, Online schooling was like a life-changing experience. It was awful. It was so bad. It was really I mean, awful. I found it so hard to get motivated because like, I'd stay in the same room same. all day. And even when I went, I chose the option to go back to school mm-hmm. when it was available. And even though we'd sit in the same room then, even human interaction, although you can talk right. to people over the phone, it's like I'd be sitting with my friends like Hytham and Tigon. Mm-hmm. And it's good just to be able to like see them and talk to them like face-to-face rather than <laughs> over, like, over yeah, a computer facing. screen. Yeah. Yeah. So just the lack of serotonin was really something else. I was like dying. Um, is it bad? Is it bad when your parents tell you, school-wise, right? Is it bad when your t- parents tell you what to study or like, what you should do when you don't want to do it? Like, because obviously they're trying to like help you and guide you. Do study-wise or subject-wise? Subject-wise, like in for your future or whatever. Yeah, because um, I think it's quite hard when like if we look at it from an outside perspective. Most mm-hmm. people that go to our school. Although some of us may not believe it, mm-hmm. in like the the ranking systems of like schooling systems, like at that we're an international school, which is one of the top yeah like schools you can go to in the world really. So I feel as though whilst you're there, you kind of feel as though you individually have a pressure to go on and do something big. Like I know a lot of kids in our year are taking chemistry and biology high because like we're in a, such a good position to go on and be yeah like the top professions, yeah. earning the top money. And like repaying your parents back, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think your parents, some most parents quite understand that. And like it took a lot for me because although my parents never really explicitly said it, I always thought that like yeah, they put yeah. me in this position, I need to go along and be a doctor or something mm-hmm. and be a, uh, like a, I don't know, whatever big professions are. Engineer. An engineer or something, yeah. like a nuclear physicist. Yeah. But then like that's just not for me. Uh, believe it or not, a bit suspect, but I'm quite Very into my sus. poetry. Wow, and he my, makes poems. My English literature and reading and stuff. So I went to my parents and I was like, I want to take it high. Mm-hmm. And they were there like, okay. Like, it might yeah. not have been easy for them because at the end of the day, my subject choices aren't really going to get me too many big places. Yeah. But they said, as long as I'm happy, it's okay. That's cute. He's into poetry, guys. <laughs> Next time you come here, you should like come with like a book of your poems. And we're just going to have... Yeah, we're going to just have an episode where he reads to us his poems. It's going to be like a... Oh no, like a, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna come and like read to us to sleep or something with your poetry. I'm surprised. I'm honestly surprised. But it's good, I guess, that your parents were like accepting of it. I yeah. feel like some people, um, a lot of times it's like some people are really scared to make those like decisions, yeah. you know? And so they like let their parents do it. But also, I don't think many people's parents would be too opposed to letting people take what they want. Mm. But I think we all kind of have the mindset that like, like, once again, if you look at the whole BIS year next year, mm-hmm. loads of people are taking, like, the doctoral route right. or something. And you might be kind of pressured. It's there, like, well, if, if that girl can do it, then surely I can do Same. it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then you just got to think, like, you won't enjoy it. True. It's like, 
I mean, I could probably take chemistry and biology high, and I mean, I wouldn't get amazing grades, but I could pass it and I yeah. could do decently. But it's just like, do I want to spend two years doing something I really, really dislike? It's like you need to make learning fun, so then you can find the good balance, mm-hmm. and then you can become more independent, which the whole episode is about, really. Yeah. And if you're there having to slave away at like subjects you hate doing, then learning doesn't become fun anymore. It becomes a chore. Like, oh, I have to go do, do these like chem sheets, or I have to go. Mm-hmm. You're discouraging me, damn. I'm taking chemistry and biology. Now you're going to do great, though. You're going to do great. How are you going to kill me? Everybody who's going to be listening to this is like, damn, it's just hurting my feelings and shit. Damn. No. um, It'll be worth it, though, when I'm earning, like, 20k reading poetry at some (laughs) cafe and you guys are all top doctors. No, it's fine. I'll come and I'll listen to you. Sounds good. (laughs) This is is what this is for. I'm setting you up for success. (laughs) Um, What suggestions do you have for teens who want to have more control over their, like, choices? Uh, just talk to people really talk to your parents mm-hmm. first off talk to people at school you trust really and you trust people at school teachers wise yeah there's a few teachers i trust yeah oh my what oh my in a year and a half this man got a whole like no no there's a few no, only a few trust. only a few only a few but like okay. you know there's the certain teachers that like you just get on with mm-hmm. kind of and like at the end of the day like your parents although they're probably professionals mm-hmm. <laughs> top professionals whatever career path they're in most of our parents aren't teachers and they don't really know like the dynamic of the courses and everything so like if you're really for example like you really want to take art higher level before you go and pitch it to like your parents to be like (laughs) before you want to be like let me take art Mm -hmm. like i've decided maybe talking to the art teacher might be important to ask like do you think i could do it because if you go do that and then you go to the art teacher and she says, there's no way. Yeah. You've never taken art in your life. You're never going to you're never gonna pass gonna the suck. IB course. Then you're either going to take it and fail or you're going to mm-hmm. look like a, a muppet. A schmuck, exactly. Yeah, a huge schmuck. Um, do you think, I mean, when it comes to making choices like that, where you don't, where like you're scared, but then you convince your parents if you get it wrong and you don't end up doing well. You know what I mean? Because we've been talking about it like this entire like episode so far mm-hmm. about if it goes like you well, know you make yeah it go if it goes well but what if you created this whole thing you pitched it to your parents and then uh-huh. like flatline like it's just horrible doesn't work out yeah I mean stuff in life just doesn't work out like all the time so mm-hmm. it's like you need to you need to t- like obviously your parents will probably be quite angry or disappointed and it's just like sometimes in life stuff just doesn't go the way you want it to go yeah. at the time you made the decision you thought it was the right thing to do you still think it was the right thing to do it just didn't work out now that's a totally different scenario to if i persuade my parents to let me take some subject and blatantly just don't try mm-hmm. then like they have every right to be like angry and disappointed yeah. but if it doesn't work out and it's just not for you that's the way like it that's goes. the way life goes yeah so sometimes it like Sometimes it goes well, sometimes it goes horribly. Yeah. I know a lot of people, like, next year who are going into it thinking, you know, with, like, high expectations or took classes that... Um, I, I know a lot of people who actually took, told me, I'm taking this class because I think I'm going to, like, start doing better. I've heard that as well. Yeah. And it's like... like I've heard of a lot of people that are, like, trying to take analysis high. Mm-hmm. Maps. That were in, like, standard last year. Yeah. It's like, most of my class wouldn't even dream of it. Yeah. Like, but, and then they're like, oh, because it's IB, I'll have to learn it, you know, I'll have to get good. It's like, you don't have to learn it. It's like, maths, you either really got it or you don't. Exactly. Like, I got it a little bit, but I could never even try and... Right? Like, I, I do all right to somewhat poorly in my 
extended class mm-hmm. and some of the others and like they wouldn't even dare try and take it hmm. i mean i i don't got it and i know i don't got it you know but i got like some people who tell me like oh yeah or who were like in the same class as me yeah or like who were like struggling with math last year and were like no no, no it's fine like it's just because i didn't study the next year, like, I'm going to study so hard, you, you'll see, you'll they see. They say that, then they get predicted, like, a two, and then the it's your final year, I'll study, I'll make up for yeah. it. It's and like, I'm when like, does it end, bro? Yeah, so just, I guess, next, uh, when it comes to making choices, whether it's, uh, like, for school or financially, um, I guess just do what's right for you. Also, don't listen to, like, the stigma, because ESS. When mm-hmm. I first heard of it, I was like, I'm not taking that Mickey Mouse subject. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Everybody was saying Everyone that. was like, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. But then I thought about it and it was like, well, why not? You know, mm-hmm. I'm quite into politics. It's a good blend between geography and politics, yeah. supposedly. Um, and <laughs> at the end of the day, it's supposed to be quite easy as well. Yeah. So like, although it might be a Mickey Mouse course, sometimes they are the best courses for you. <laughs> like for me, once again, it's like, um, that's in my science blog. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I've already decided to not do the medicine route or the mathematic route, so why not commit to that fully mm-hmm. and just like try and get my points, you know, get my bag. Yeah. <laughs> get your get your bag. For me, I try to. Um, I don't know, man. I'm just I'm just trying to like get through it. I I try to stay realistic on what I can do mm-hmm. and like balance out like my really bad like the really hard classes with really easy classes. So I don't know, like I, you obviously did the same. You're trying to get your points. Um, like all my standards are so easy. Right? It's supposed to be. Touch wood. Watch me like fail. <laughs> but um, for me, I chose classes. For example, like English. I'm I'm pretty good at English. Don't quote me on that. Uh, <laughs> my science is like science is really hard. Yeah. You know. Um, I feel like even if you're like the best at science, you're still gonna be like a like, huge like ass whipping if like you don't <laughs> do all your work. Especially for me, who like I can't memorize for shit. Yeah. I'm setting myself up for failure. I can feel it. I can you feel it. Stop being negative about it. Right. Yeah. Positive attitude. Pos- right, right. Easy 47. <laughs> no, I can, like, every time I think about it, I'm like, damn, I'm really setting myself up for failure. But I have to be positive, right? Positive. Yeah, you all have to be positive. Um, I was thinking of taking ESS, actually, um, but then I thought of, like, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I was like, nah. I thought Mickey Mouse, and I was like, let me take advantage of it. <laughs> you know? Why not? I was thinking, everybody was like, I'm thinking, like, a lot of my friends told me that they were taking ESS, so I was like, the for what? I was like, for what? But no, I went to the um, taster class. The thing is, I didn't, luckily, because a lot of people said Dr. Lang just like, convinced him not to take yes, it. Yes, that's literally he, what I was thinking. He made it seem so bad that no one took it, and I kind of spoke to him mm-hmm. about it, a little insider information. Yeah. And he's there like, a lot of people just want to take it because they think it'll be like an easy seven, mm-hmm. and we don't want that, so we try and discourage people, really. Oh, whoa, okay, because when I was taking the taster, the way he was like talking crap about the class, I was like, it's not even worth it to this teacher for me to take the <laughs> class. Like, why should I go in there? You know? Um, so I was like, I was like, damn, I'm, it's not worth it. But then I wanted to take other classes like psychology. Yeah. I never had any interest in psychology. I mean, I like, like psychology, but the way they were talking about it, I was like, they made it sound like it was like heaven on earth. You know, like I'd be walking on water after I came out of that class. I was like, yeah. I, don't know. <laughs> I, was, I don't know if I'm going to take that at the end. Um, but yeah, I guess you need to make decisions that are realistic for and you. good for you yeah good for you yeah it's the whole thing about being independent make sure when you do get the opportunity to be in, in to be independent mm-hmm. make the right decision at the time to you and just live by that okay. if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out you know you don't have to go around apologizing for your decisions you just commit yes. commit to them and believe in yourself amen that's it for today's episode 
Thank you so much, Matthew, for joining us. My pleasure. Guys, don't forget to subscribe to my podcast on Spotify and share it with your family and friends. See you next week on Saturday at 4 p.m. for a new episode of We Can Relate. Bye, everyone. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Bye. Thank you.